Well, hello there, listener. My name is Matthew Renfro, host of The Fro Show, and you're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. Previously on Ranger Command Power Hour. Yeah, I think we've all talked about this enough. <laughs> vote, vote if you want to. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Say it anyway, and we'll bleep you. <laughs> there's, there's a swear jar. Yeah. He's such a... <laughs> and basically, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Oh, and Johnny Young Bosch hugged me, so that was also great. <laughs> now I'm jealous. I yeah. want a Johnny Young Bosch hug. I might have squeaked. It was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, dude, I would squeak too. I think this was cathartic. We got all the JDF out of our system. You'll never get it out of your system entirely. Because <laughs> every time you do, like a Facebook message pops up or something on Instagram, and you're like, that son of a. <laughs> and it just starts all over again. If I'm like Jonathan Zachar, you know, how do I want to make things not make sense? That's how I would do it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, let's just bring back everything we didn't use from the last half of Ghostsager into Super Mega Force, and yeah. <laughs> Is that your impression of him, like in the wires room, like? Rah! <laughs> I just I, <laughs> I see him in like a very dark room and people come in like Mr. Zacker and he's like Meow. he's got like a little shaved cat kind of like uh, the, the kind from Austin Powers just like yeah he's just stroking it and going one billion dollars you want me to not rewrite your episode give me one billion dollars. <laughs> Austin St. John rides in and delivers your audio files. Atop a white horse. Can he have, like, the gold ranger helmet on? Because then then that's it for me. I could die tomorrow completely happy. I I wouldn't even edit the podcast. You're like, that's it. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey, 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 hey. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, Episode 8, Ranger Favorites Part 2, Return of the Jedi, <laughs> recorded on April 15th, 2014. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as the Cinema Slob. This episode is brought to you by Raven Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Great. I'm back. You're back. I am back. Back to action. Back to action, as Austin St. John says. As Austin St. John says. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, it's it's good to have you back. We've, we've oh. missed you. Oh, thank you. We've missed all the groans of indifference. And... Oh, I've missed giving them. I know. So... <laughs> hey, Zach, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. There's a lot to talk about this week, that's for sure. <laughs> there is. So let's dive right into the news. First of all, Morphin Madness Final Five have been announced. MMPR Red, MMPR White, The Phantom Ranger, Titanium Ranger, and Time Force Pink. So what do you think of that? I think that is just swell. (laughs) At least we didn't get a Tommy key pack. Yeah, as long as that doesn't happen, I'm pretty much okay with it. 
I am excited the fact that a Phantom Ranger made it in. Time Force Pink, fantastic. It's a Titanium Ranger, of course. As long as Titanium Ranger gets a key, because I'm just curious as to what that would look like, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting that Phantom Ranger and Titanium Ranger will get keys, and they were never made in the Sentai version. Yeah. So part of me is hoping for some kind of exclusive key pack, maybe at a convention, that has those two Rangers in not only the American Ranger Key style, but in the Japanese Ranger Key style. Because I'd you, go nuts. You know that would never happen, right? I, Come on. I, I can dream. <laughs> Come on, wishful thinking. It is, it's totally wishful thinking. It's my <laughs> fanboy dreams, but it'll never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish it would happen. But as of this recording... None of the winners have been announced yet. It's been a couple weeks now since the contest ended. They're probably Mm -hmm. trying to determine the winner. I know I pretty much voted every single day, with the exception of probably the last week where I really didn't care at that point. As it started winding down, I just really didn't care anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I voted most days through the first four rounds, but once we got to the all Tommy round, as I like to call it, I I stopped caring. And I was like, "Eh, I'm going to abstain from voting and I'm going to just move along. They probably have a lot of entry sweepstakes to go through. Hopefully they can choose quick, though, because I'm sure we're all on pins and needles. (laughs) I really hope someone that's active in the fandom gets it because. I would like to see pictures of everything that it comes with. Agreed. Because, I mean, if we get five random kids, we'll we'll never see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope one of the collectors in the fandom happens to win because that would be great to see. You know, okay, did they change anything? Did they enhance yeah, just, the soundboard in any way? Hopefully we'll find out. I bet you one of them is me. <laughs> I did win a long time ago. Yeah. I won one of those big old 31-inch giant... The Megaforce yeah. Rangers? Yeah, I won that from the Power Ranger Twitter. Um, because they were like, retweet this if you want an action figure. And I'm like, cool, I'll get this little 4-inch action figure. I'll just stick it on my desk. No, this huge 31-inch Power Ranger comes in the mail. And I'm like, okay. Like, I did not want this. But... <laughs> I had to carry it across campus, and it was kind of obnoxious. Luckily, it was in a box, so nobody knew what it was. (laughs) Well, that's a big box. I have one of the. I have all three of them. And yeah, those are pretty big. The only one I would want is the Black Ranger one, and I've never come across it. What'd you do with it? (laughs) I I had it in my dorm room for a while, and they just kind of sat in the corner staring at me all the time. And then I kind of had to cover it up because it was creeping me out. <laughs> now it's in the closet at my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's in the closet now. <laughs> yeah, grown up indifference. <laughs> I missed it so much. Next, the audition process for Dino Charge started on April 8th. Casting sides and character sheets were released which revealed that Judd Lynn is going to be the executive producer for Dino Charge. Judd Lynn returns to Power Rangers as executive producer for the series. He has a long history in Power Rangers starting from MMPR all the way through Time Force. He was a production manager, writer, executive producer, and director at various points in the franchise. He came back to Power Rangers during the second half of RPM as 
executive producer taking this, over for Eddie uh, Gazalian. This is fantastic. I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm the like least qualified person to be discussing this. He is responsible for a lot of the seasons that I love. I left after In Space. In Space was like my swan song. I know he was responsible for a lot of the things that In Space, the darker themes and what have you. That is exciting to me. I hope that he can bring some of that back in with Dino Charge. Some of the more serious threats and things. I know RPM was the same way. Yeah, We talked about RPM and how it was one of the more darker entries into this into the franchise. And I love it. When I heard that Goanger was getting adapted, I was like, oh, that's great, because that was a time of uncertainty. We weren't sure was Disney going to do it? Were they going to just let the franchise go? When it did get adapted and we were like, oh, this isn't really what we were expecting, but okay, let's give it a shot. And it turned out to be Terminator meets Power Rangers and it was fantastic. Awesome. I'm personally really excited for this. In Space was a strong entry into Power Rangers and it basically turned the franchise around. It gave it a new lease on life. The same could be said for RPM in a creative light. I'm really excited to see someone who's a veteran of Power Rangers and seems to get it. Because the past four years haven't been the best under Zekor's reign, so to speak. Yeah. It's just, I don't want Power Rangers light for kindergartners. You don't have to talk down to kids anymore. I just want some engaging stories, and I feel this is going to be a really good change for the series. I agree wholeheartedly with the point of you don't have to talk down to kids anymore. I think that the people who produce these these shows for kids don't give kids enough credit. When we were kids and Power Rangers was on, there was some pretty heavy stuff even back in the MMPR days. The, I hate to use this as an example, but Tommy lost his powers and we were just inconsolable. Oh my god, the Green Ranger's gone. What are we going to do? Yeah, it was um, it was an uncertain time. Yeah, it was. And things like that, I think, are good for children to learn that sometimes things happen in a way you don't anticipate them to. And it's a good way for kids to learn those harder life lessons while not necessarily being beaten over the head with it. And sometimes I think Samurai and Megaforce, sometimes I think they beat you over the head with the message of the day. Especially yeah. during Megaforce, like with the bullies and do you see any tears? And it was a little bit heavy handed. And a lot of the environmentalism stuff, while that's always been a part of Power Rangers, it seems Emma's just peace loving hippie. <laughs> I just want that subtlety to come back to Power Rangers. I want the better storytelling. And I think we're going to get that with Judd Lynn. I don't know if he's going to write some of these episodes or not, like he's done in past seasons. But I hope if this is his introductory period back in under the Neo Saban era, maybe they'll just have him oversee stuff first before they unleash on in the writer's room as well. Who knows how much of effect he's going to have, but I haven't been this excited for a new season in a while. Yeah, Dino Charge, I'm very excited for it. Every news piece I hear about it, it just gets a little bit more exciting. Hopefully they can use the footage from the team-up movie with Go Busters, and maybe we can get a proper uh, dino reunion, especially since Austin St. John seems to be interested in returning to Power Rangers if they treat him with respect and compensate him justly, which I agree. I agree with that as well. Hearing his Q&A on YouTube was great. I'm so excited that he is 
coming back into the fold and being like, hey, listen, I know you guys are out there and I know you guys really love me and love the work that I did and love the character. He's like, it's nothing I ever expected because I just I just wanted to be this normal guy. Yeah. And that humble approach, it just makes me kind of love him more. It's like, I'll oh, come here, you big lug. Whereas <laughs> other certain actors who shall remain nameless don't do that. And it's very off-putting and we kind of don't ever want to talk about them again. I think that if Saban could get the sign off on using the footage from that crossover film, that would be awesome. Yeah, I kind of see the stars aligning, especially with Judd Lynn, a veteran producer of this series. If anyone can create another Forever Red type of crossover, Mm -hmm. he would be the guy to do it. And that's the thing, too, is you look at the seasons he's responsible for, all of them had the crossover episodes. They had To the Tenth Power and all these other really great, memorable crossover episodes, whereas the Disney, the later Disney seasons, really, we had one good crossover, and that was the Ninja Storm Dino Thunder crossover. So, moving on, Paramorphicon announced last week some new guests for their convention in August, we finally have Danny Slavin, who played the Lost Galaxy Red Ranger. This will be his first ever convention appearance. That's huge news. It's really huge, and I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. Dude, I'm getting more excited for this con every oh, yeah. every time they just... Oh, by the way, here's who's going to be there. Here's who's... Oh, I can't... You're, you're killing me. <laughs> the fact that we got to wait until August to go and meet these people for the first time and, and say, listen, you're awesome. Thank you for being awesome. <laughs> it just warms the cockles of my heart, as they say. <laughs> they also announced Reggie Roll and Amy Roll, so they're going to be there. They need three more Rangers to make it complete team but they're getting there yeah and that to me is fantastic when they announced the full spd team reunion that was a huge sell point for me i was like well i was oh. going anyway but this is fantastic <laughs> i still have to meet brandon and matt i mean they're the only spd rangers i haven't met it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah next we have jeff deckman he was a writer of season one of mmpr i don't know specifically what episodes he wrote so i'm gonna have to check those out next we have sony arlen who has been dubbed by scott the creator of the convention the queen of power ranger cosplay and she will be running the cosplay event the costume contest Mm -hmm. and i guess a huge photo shoot for all of the cosplayers at the convention. Oh, that's fun. Lastly, Eddie Frierson. He's a voice actor in MMPR, Zeo, Turbo, Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, Fear Troopers, Digimon, Robotech. He's been around. I'm going to have to look I'll up. I'll see. Yeah, he's got quite the, uh, quite the resume there. Yeah. I know they're going to have some more announcements coming up. It looks like they're still in the works for getting more guests, and, and they're working to bring so many guests to this convention. They're trying to really outdo themselves from Power Morphicon 3. And all I can say is I'm glad I'm going to this one. I'm glad I've got my platinum ticket. I'm so ready for this convention. <laughs> yeah, I am very excited. I unfortunately missed the boat on platinum and gold. Uh, I'm going to have to go silver. I'm so excited. Me Meeting somebody you admire is always nice. Meeting a group of people you admire is fantastic. Meeting basically a whole convention <laughs> full of people who have had their hand in something that you enjoy this much is just going to be overload, and I am i can't wait. Like yeah. I said, man, you and I, we're going to have to go hound down every one of them to get interviews. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try for that. We'll get some business cards printed up. It'll be fun. So now we're going to go into our main topic, 
which is Ranger Favorites. Our last episode, we talked with Kickback and Second Batgirl for their Ranger Favorites. And now we're going to our hosts. This is taken from the Power Rangers 30-Day Challenge on Tumblr and other blogs going around. To quote what Second Batgirl said in our last episode, favorite doesn't necessarily mean the best, just as our personal who we think is the most awesome in the whole franchise. We're going to move on to uh, Ranger favorites. I know, AP, you were a little... uh, My favorite part. You were a little disappointed (laughs) that (laughs) that you didn't get to participate in the last one. So I'm like, let's do a part two. Yeah. So I've already answered all this stuff, and I'm going to leave it to you. I think I know the answer to the first question. I think you know the answer to, like, all of them. (laughs) Like, let's be... Let's be super honest here. Yes, but our listeners don't know them. As far as you know. <laughs> as far as I know. I, I don't know. Most but, of them probably do. But, <laughs> but in your own words, we'll let you talk about your favorites. I will. Okay. So what is your favorite series? My favorite series would have to be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I mean... Come on now. I think you're lying to me. (laughs) I could be. No, seriously. My favorite series is Lightspeed Rescue. What is it about Lightspeed Rescue that makes you love it so much? Well, it's the, like, public safety, like, rescue theme. Mm -hmm. Because I think that brings it more into, like, the realm of reality. And then also just the characters. I like them a lot more. And then just... I don't, I don't know. It's mostly the public safety rescue themed thing. So the and fact then, that their identities aren't secret, they're out yeah, there. Yeah, I think it just it makes you think that it could actually happen, but not really. I don't know. Well, yeah, like a government-based uh, yeah, like, military power like special, like special forces uh, type thing. Yeah, they just have all this advanced super technology. Thanks mm-hmm. to the awesome Miss Fairweather. Her name's Fairweather. Fairweather. It's, it's okay. I know. I failed. <laughs> I agree with you. I did a Lightspeed Rescue rewatch a couple months ago, and I really like the chemistry of the cast. I like that there's all these yeah. like joking moments in the show where they're kind of ribbing each other, but when it's time to go into action, they're all business. Yeah, and they don't take themselves too seriously either. I really don't like those the series where they just they try to be serious, but they're so obviously not. Kind of like Megaforce sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. But everything in Lightspeed Rescue just sort of gels for me. Very cool. What is your favorite villain? My favorite villain, okay, this might be a little bit off the wall, but Mezagog from uh, Dino Thunder. Yes. Why (laughs) why is he your favorite? I just think it's pretty neat. He was so close to them the entire time, and then I guess by default I'd have to say Elsa was my favorite too. But they're just they're just so close to the Rangers, and they didn't get it for the longest time. Oh yeah, like <laughs> like they look exactly alike, and they have all of the same mannerisms, and you're not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Mezagog, especially Latham Gang's performance. Yeah. 
That's, his voice is super creepy. That's also one of the like main reasons why he was so awesome, just the performance. Yeah, if you have a chance to ever... I think the Dino Thunder Ranger Tales is in the Legacy Collection. I know not a lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. But him talking about his thought process with Mezagog, I was surprised to find out that his voice for Mezagog was not altered in post-production in any way. That is really that is purely his voice. That is all him. Oh my gosh. Which is <laughs> to a super creepy level. That is amazing. Wow, he's pretty good. So yeah. I can see why he's your favorite villain. And also just his backstory was so great. It's one of those rare instances where we get an American exclusive villain. I tend to like those more than just copying over the Sentai villains. Yeah, me too. All right, your favorite single ranger character. Hmm. This one's difficult. I know, I had a hard time too. I need to I need to think about this. Oh gosh, I think it was a Red Ranger? Oh, no, wait. No, I got it. Kelsey. (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) Why do you like Kelsey so much? I think it's just because there's so much about her that's similar to me, and there's so much about her that's not similar to me at all. It's like that, and she's just, like, so fearless. It's great. Yeah, she's got that fun, go get attitude personality. Yeah. Her positiveness is probably one of the best things about Lightspeed mm-hmm. Rescue. Yeah. And it's... Oh, gosh. I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just leave it there. Kelsey. Okay. Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite sixth ranger. Hmm. Oh gosh, this one actually is really hard. I think it would have to be a tie between Ryan and uh, Trent. Oh, nice. Yep. Ryan, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Amazing. He's he's just like completely awesome. Yes. Total, total bad. And (laughs) (laughs) yes, complete bad. (laughs) Stamp. It's official. (laughs) What about Trent, though? Do you like just like his tragic backstory and just. His ranger suit is totally awesome. Just he's such a great complex character, but without being a totally predictable. I like him because he's an artist like me. And it was cool to watch him draw things in the high school setting. I could totally identify Mm -hmm. with that. And he was also the new kid. Yeah. Which I could identify with too. I think his story is the Green Ranger, Evil Ranger story done better. Yes. Yes. You just hit the nail on the head. It's taken that original Green with Evil story and making it the Dino Thunder version, but it's way better. Yes. Yeah, I thought the parallels were great from Mighty Morphin and Dino Thunder. Go, Trent. Favorite mentor. Favorite mentor? Oh, jeez. Um, gosh. It's Gosei. It's Gosei, like, oh, isn't it? It totally is. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Mentor G from Samurai. Are you being serious? No, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, oh. No, no, no. Um, It would probably have to be a tie between Captain Mitchell and... Which was was my favorite. Yes, he's awesome. And then Dr. O from Dino Thunder. Okay, cool. So, yeah, because that's the Tommy... That I can actually stand. Yeah, yeah, me too. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I think Dr. O, that's totally the Tommy character matured. Yes. And I wish the actor was more like the grown-up Dr. O yeah. the immature whatever. Mm, uh, who knows? <laughs> I'd rather not get into this. <laughs> okay, well, we won't get into it. Dr. O and uh, Captain, Captain Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Captain Mitchell's awesome. I would follow him into a fire and save people if he yeah. told me to do it. So would I. <laughs> We should basically just join Lightspeed Rescue. Let's we already did. We already did. Oh, oh yeah, we did. Okay. That, that's <laughs> awesome. um, we'll have to tell everybody on the podcast that story in case, they, uh, in case they're familiar. Maybe not right now, but... Soon. 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 Favorite morpher and weapon? Oh. Oh, really? Oh, really? You're trying to stump me here, aren't you? <laughs> it's Stump the Secret Ranger fan. Oh. Gosh, worst game ever. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Okay, the V-Lancers are pretty awesome. Not going to lie. Kind of love them. Yeah. And the Rescue Blasters, because they're also like a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Even though in the Sentai, apparently they were not a fire extinguisher, too, which is kind of weird. But... I don't yeah, think we I ever. See, I don't. Did we ever see them use it as a fire extinguisher? I don't know, except for in that testing scene. But uh, whatever. And yeah. um, I also really liked Brachio stuff. And uh, sensing a theme. Yeah. Your favorites. <laughs> no, Brachio stuff's cool. It, it really is. And then, uh, gosh, what is the? But Morpher. Yeah. No, I mean, like, what? What is my answer? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I honestly don't like the titanium morpher. I can tell you that because it's just a giant block with solar panels on it. But, yeah. <laughs> but I like the rescue morpher because it's it's great. It's got the light speed symbol on it, so it's almost like a gosh, like a badge. It? Yeah, but also a piece of gear. I don't know. Yeah, it's like their official communicator morpher. Awesome. It's, it's great badge of honor. I can never do that whole arm twisty morph thing. I've tried to do it can't do it <laughs> they do it so fast and you're like wait what I... what are they doing like what are they doing <laughs> what do we do with their hands <laughs> like speed rescue it's just like throw your hands and cross your wrists a couple times and you'll get it so i don't know get, so much to get them to do it at power morver <laughs> kind of see if they can actually still do it because that would be great <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they i don't think they're going to <laughs> I hope someone does not ask. I don't like that at all. Okay, back to the... Back to action. Back to the uh, actual topic. Your favorite Megazord combination Ooh. and Ooh. single Zord. Ooh. Okay. Megazord. Megazord. And this is just the basic Megazord, not any yeah. ultra super duper combination. Okay. Basic Megazord. Uh, the, the light speed Megazord. Okay. Totally expected answer. Yes. Um, <laughs> I like that it has extendable punching arm. I like that it has actual rescue vehicles that make it up and it doesn't require magic to like, yeah, it's all combine technology. together. Yeah. yeah. I love that. The scene where they actually combine it is one of my favorites. Oh, the first time they combine yes. it and they're like, and then, oh yeah. And then it's got the creepy two-legged like walking fire <laughs> Yeah. That is great too. I tend to prefer more technologically based seasons. Yes. As a rule. What's your favorite combination? Combination? I don't know if I have one. 
do I have one? It can be an attachment, one of those arm attached things, or it could okay. be... Oh. Let, let, let me ask you this. Are you a big fan of the super mega combinations where they get every single Zord together? Like Not Samurai? at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. So let's skip that one. <laughs> skip it. And your favorite single Zord? Favorite single Zord? Piloted okay. by one ranger. Ooh. What is my... What's the name of Antonio's Megazord Zord thing? Claw, claw Zord? Yeah, the Claw Zord. Yes, I like that one. Oh, okay, cool. And it had all the different modes to it, like yes. east and west and north and south. It's honestly one of, like, my, one of my favorites. Oh, cool. All right, I was not expecting that answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, throw your curveball there. All right. <laughs> Your favorite scene and or episode. Okay, favorite scene and or episode. Hmm, maybe it's that super awkward episode where Kelsey (laughs) falls in love with the astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you mention this on Twitter? Yes, I did. (laughs) It's like single-handedly the most awkward episode ever, and I love it. I'm going to have to rewatch it, but I I do know the one you're talking about. I own one of the, um, like on eBay a couple months ago, some Uh guy bought the storage locker of like a security guard from Power Rangers and he had all this crap in it, like Power Rangers stuff, like master tapes and like some props and like signed photos and everything. Uh, What? And he was selling them off and I bought one of the, um, one of the tapes of that episode. Get out of here. Yeah, it's the final air version, so it's the exact same thing that aired on television. <laughs> but still. But you have the view. But I have it. It's got Fox Family on the side of it. That is so awesome. It is great. You should take a picture of that and throw it up on Twitter or something. I already did. Where am I? Or maybe I? it's on Tumblr. I don't know. It's on yeah. one of those. <laughs> it's probably on Tumblr. Yeah. I'll have to go back through it. Okay, cool. So <laughs> so the episode where Kelsey awkwardly falls in love with the female astronaut. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, your favorite actor or actress? Oh, okay. You think they're the nicest, they're the best, they're awesome. How's that like the ent- pretty much the entire Lightspeed Rescue cast? Pick one. <laughs> one? What? One? Your absolute favorite. Um, I I know the Lightspeed Rescue cast. They're it's awesome. Like they're all like one. They're all one person. No, they're, but they're not. But they are. They're all like one giant actor. <laughs> Gosh, this is like really difficult. I know it is. You're really putting me on the spot here. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, probably uh, uh, Sasha. Cool. Yeah, for like obvious reasons. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, her eyes kind of creep me out sometimes because they're just like, so. <laughs> but not in a bad way. No, not uh, the bad kind of creep me out. Not the bad kind of creep me out. Like, the good kinds. I've never like, heard of a good is, creeping out. The color is just so great. I love it. Well, why? If you love her so much, why don't you marry her? Because that's <laughs> not gonna happen, buddy. 
Okay. <laughs> Second to last question. <laughs> I know your answer to this immediately. Your dream team of six rangers, it's just going to be Lightspeed Rescue, isn't it? No, it's not. What? <laughs> no, it really isn't. Oh, it's not? Okay. It's not. Okay. Um, okay, how about you do this thing where you say a color and I'll tell you which one. Awesome. Red Ranger on your Red, team. Red Ranger on my team. Uh, Lauren from Samurai. Nice. Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger. Okay. Justin from Turbo. Kid version or if he came back as an adult? <laughs> <laughs> you just made it infinitely more difficult. How would I change it to Sky from SPD just so I don't have to answer that question? Awesome. All right. <laughs> so we've got Lauren. We've got Sky. Green and or Black Ranger. Green or Black Ranger? Green or Black since, Ranger. Since those are interchangeable. Jake from Megaforce. Well, oh, he can be both. Exactly. So, oh, see, now you're cooking with gas. Oh. <laughs> As opposed to electric or fire. Or fire or whatever. What, whatever. I'm taking this too far. Just <laughs> Yellow Ranger. Yellow Ranger. Kelsey. Um, Kelsey. Yeah. Pink Ranger. Oh, geez. Dana. And then your sixth ranger on the team. Sixth ranger. It can be an actual sixth ranger, or it can be any other extra person you want to throw in there. All right. How about Blake from Ninja Storm? Ooh, nice choice. That's a pretty awesome team. I must it really admit. is. Best team ever. They're going to kick some butt. So <laughs> the last question, what are your hopes for the future of the Power Rangers franchise? You can go so far as maybe like for the next anniversary or even Dino Charge. Like my hopes and dreams or? Your hopes, where you want to see the franchise go, what you might want to change, what you want them to do better. Okay. That kind of a thing. Well, I really want to see Justin all grown up. Okay. That's one That's one thing I think we deserve to see. I mean, seriously, he was a kid. Like, what can he possibly can he do as an adult? And will he continue to grow when he morphs? Will he be <laughs> a 15-foot tall Power Ranger? That's I what think, I want to know. I don't, I don't think that would work like that, but okay. It could. It could. It could. It, it could. could. Okay, it okay, could. Okay. It could. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that photo on my Tumblr that I photoshopped with. I did. You did? Okay. That's yes. basically like what I'm hoping happens. And um, <laughs> Justin still with the bowl cut, 15 foot long. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I'm the new Blue Ranger. <laughs> I think Blake Foster could pull it off because he's like all ripped and in shape. Just bring him back. Yeah. He totally deserves to lead a team. Yeah, he does. Or at least be a mentor or one of those super special extra rangers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, not just actors returning, but what about maybe production or production, the show Like production values. I want them to return to... The super awkward turn and smile at the camera opening credit sequences. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> no, that's a no. I hope that doesn't happen. I want them to hold themselves to a little bit of a higher standard. Mm -hmm. Not too much, because I honestly, I really don't care. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's been proven that they can do, not that I think right now is bad, but it's been proven that they can do better. 
You mean in terms of storytelling and, yes. and characters? And I just, I hope that they get rid of the whole super, super name. Maybe just, yeah. uh, you can call it season two and not put super in front of it. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. You don't have to put super in front of it and call it a whole new season and throw everything off. They don't even change the song when they go into the second season. It's not like they're going super mega force. They're just saying mega force. And it just has the little <laughs> super logo. Yeah. Or why can't it be Dino Ultra Charge or like just use just, another. Just, just, not, just not super. I'm done with super. <laughs> um, and then I guess, I guess that's it. Um, if. For the let's say for the twenty fifth anniversary of Power Rangers, twenty fifth anniversary. Um, do you think, or what do you think would be the best in terms of celebrating another Forever Red, but I, maybe with a different color? Maybe I don't know. That might let's be cool. Throw that out there, but even just another Forever Red and include Hunter from Ninja Storm because he's a Red Ranger. Like, get over it. <laughs> but exactly. He's a Red Ranger. If Quantum Ranger can be a Red Ranger, then Hunter is a Red Ranger. Crimson is just another shade of red. And then include oh. include Lauren too, because she's a yes. Red Ranger. Get over yourselves. Include her. Yeah, get over yourselves, Saban. Get over yourselves. Uh, she's a Red Ranger. Like, why, why the heck can't I get her action figure in America? Oh, <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> I couldn't even find it when I went to London. Like, are you kidding me? Oh. Then again, I got lost trying to find the actual toy store, so that might have something to do with it. <laughs> well, at least I have the SH Figure Arts version. I need to get that. So good. So, any final thoughts on your favorites? We need to see the return of Kelsey. Yes. Can we get a Forever Kelsey episode? Yes. And it's just Kelsey <laughs> the entire time, fighting off every single one of the monsters. And then everyone else just shows up. The actual Ranger team shows up at the end, and they're like, what the f is the entire episode can just be the rangers trying to show up to the monster scenes but then when they get there there's like this like flash of yellow <laughs> so, so kind of like how silver lining just yes, happened but pretty much just with kelsey and then oh. at the end of the episode she shows up and she's not even like wearing her ranger suit she's wearing her civil her civilian workout gear <laughs> it turns out she didn't morph the entire time oh my god she's literally fighting off all these monsters with her <laughs> that sounds awesome. I would I would pay money to see that. That's like a that's like a crack fic waiting to happen. <laughs> and someone needs to make this happen now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for can you, can you can you tell that I need to like sleep? I need to sleep <laughs> right now. Please tell me you're gonna get some rest. That's what you think? Oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, I hope I hope you get some sleep soon and you don't go crazy. I have to report to the theater at five thirty, and I actually need to eat. And uh, yeah, this is my lunch hour. And... I need to write my thesis, and uh, that still hasn't happened. It's due like <laughs> next week, so <laughs> it'll be fine. You you can do it. I believe yeah. in you. <laughs> Oh, gosh, people Just, need to stop saying that. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't believe in you. Thank you. You won't do it. I don't know. I, that I sounds know. horrible. I don't, it really does, but I'm, I'm one of those people who thinks that if you keep telling people that they can do it, then when they won't do it, 
they feel really bad about themselves. <laughs> Draw on the powers of Kelsey Ranger and oh, yes. <laughs> and I carry a picture of her in my pocket. Oh, wait, that's go. not weird or anything. It's totally weird. Never mind. I think Can't you do already do, I think you already do that. No, I don't. No. <laughs> You're not going to admit it, but I think you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. So first, Zach, what is your favorite series? Without a doubt, my absolute favorite series has to be Power Rangers SPD. Yeah, man Uh, after my own heart. There's something about it. It was this group of these misfit cadets at this police academy who suddenly have to become these heroes, and it was fun, but it was also kind of like you had more mature storylines with Dougie Kruger and his wife being kidnapped, although he assumed her dead. It was such a great experience. I just love that theory so much. I can't even... I'm just blushing at how much I love (laughs) the series. And especially uh, an episode like Reflection dealing with the uh, criminal who killed Sky's father, basically. Yeah, that was huge, too. And I mean, the manipulation where he gets Sky to cry just so that he to can escape, escape yeah. is genius, and it, it borders on something kind of like a Hannibal situation where this intellectual villain is goading the investigator into becoming emotionally unstable. That's one of my favorite two-parters. But yeah, great series. Everyone should check out SPD. Uh, Next, what is your favorite villain? My favorite villain is definitely a main villain, and it is, it's gotta be Mesogog. Wow, well, you and AP share that answer. See, Mesogog is interesting to me because, A, his goal was simple. It was, you know what? I'm tired of humans. They've ruined this world. Let's destroy them. Let's get the dinosaurs back in power. And it's goal that, you know, every other villain wanted the world for themselves. And Mezagog wanted the world for his species, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and of course, the Jekyll and Hyde between him and Anton Mercer was fantastic. Just the whole character was very, just so menacing, too. He was really, he actually imposed a threat. He was pretty scary. Yeah. Great performance by uh, Latham Gaines. Oh, absolutely. He is, he was fantastic in that role. If they, I know we were talking earlier about if they managed to <laughs> a big dinosaur Power Ranger team crossover. Find a way to bring him back, please. <laughs> yes. Because he's so damn good in that role. So Somehow Mezagog is resurrected. And it's Neo-Mezagog. There, there you have there you have it. There's yep. your movie. Yep. We just wrote it. Yep. You're welcome, Judlin. You can pay us in plane tickets to come down and oversee the shooting of the script. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite single ranger? Favorite single ranger, it's got to be Bridge. That was my answer. <laughs> he's just so quirky, but entertaining, but he still knows his stuff. The episode where he goes out and says, this monster that we captured wasn't guilty of committing this crime. Something else was, and I'm going to prove it. Abridged. He, he, yep. Abridged. And he goes out and does it and says, yeah, my methods may be unorthodox, but they get results. Yeah. And you can't argue with that. Hands down. Matt Austin did a great job with playing Bridge and 
singly, he's also my favorite ranger. So yeah, we we are in agreement, sir. Who is your favorite sixth ranger? See, this is where it gets tricky. <laughs> I'd have to say. It's got to be Kruger, the Shadow Ranger from SPD. Mm -hmm. His whole storyline where he's like, I vowed never to fight again. I'm just going to oversee things. I'm going to be the the guy in charge behind the desk, and that's my life now. And then the villains decide to they kidnap Cat, and he just basically loses it. And he goes, all right, you know what? Enough's enough. And he just says... Forget it. I'm back because this needs to get done and I'm the only one who can do it. And he, that whole scene with the hundred crybots thing, which yep. it, again, lifted directly from the Sentai and with good reason because it's awesome. They added a lot of American footage to that. That's true. They did add a lot of American footage to that, but they kept the counter, which makes me so happy. Oh, it was, it was phenomenal. When we were talking about the series as it started, oh, they're not going to keep that scene. There's no way Disney would do something that goofy and have the counter on screen. And then they did. And it was just like, haha, proved you wrong. <laughs> It was so good. And yeah, just Shadow Ranger. I mean, come on. His weapon is awesome. His suit is awesome. His mecha is the base, basically. Yeah, he he wins. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your favorite mentor? My favorite mentor... Are you going to include Kruger into this? Uh, you know, I would. Kruger was a little too rough around the edges at times. Uh, <laughs> too, he's not my favorite rough. mentor. Uh, ooh, bad pun. Bad pun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Eric. That's, that's one for the jar. Uh, oh, that's the bad pun jar. No, my favorite mentor has to be RJ. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're, you're going with uh, second bank girl on this one. He was, again, kind of a character that at first you thought well this guy's weird this guy's out of it and he had the right plans and he trained the rangers it was that whole karate kid i'm training you but you don't know i'm training you thing. <laughs> second banco brought up a good point that his three leg stool metaphor mm-hmm. for them as a team like without one of them the stool falls over right so they all have to be together is probably one of the great pieces of mentoring in the t- entire power rangers franchise he's a fantastic mentor and he even had his own problem to deal with, you know, when his father showed up and, and the whole Spirit Ranger arc and things like that. He wasn't sure how to handle it, and he was like, I'm trying to train these students, but I've got my own issues to work through. And it was fantastic. Again, he was just bad. He had a great suit. He had a great fighting style. It's fantastic. First Purple Ranger. Mm-hmm. First Purple Ranger here in the States. Or actually, yeah, he was the first Purple Ranger in Sentai too, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, favorite morpher. Favorite morpher. Oh. This one's one of those hard ones because it's. I'm like looking back and I'm thinking of all the morphers that have come before. Do you have a preference for a type of morpher? Do you like cell phone morphers? I, or? I dislike the cell phone morphers actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer wrist mounted ones. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they seem more tech. I'd have to go with the, even though he never really used it, the Omega Rangers Morpher. I don't know um, if it was like the Omega Throttle or so, something Maybe, like something like that. But I love the look of that thing. I'm going to have to really kind of cite the Sentai on this just because they used it more. And yeah, just the powers that when he turned the throttle and the catching the laser pellets, <laughs> which again is one of the goofy things that I'm glad they included even though they had to like tone it down for kids, right, was great. I, I love that morpher a lot, and I it's one of my favorites. It's actually the first morpher I ever imported because oh. I loved it so much. So 
Nice. Favorite ranger weapon? It's actually more of a recent one. I like the Megaforce Black, the big axe that he has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love axes. Axes are my favorite weapon. I'm a big guy. I like a big, big hammer, a big axe, a big, sturdy weapon that I can swing and do some damage with. This goes for when I'm playing RPGs and things like that. And so seeing the big, huge axe, just it, it looks like it can do so much damage. It's great. I love that weapon. <laughs> Especially when Jake brought it to school. I thought that was hilarious. Right? That was hilarious. And then Noah was like, oh yeah, by the way, I fixed up your axe so it's slightly more balanced and you're going to be able to swing it a lot better. That's (laughs) awesome. This is a three-part question, so we'll take it in each part. Your favorite Megazord? Standard, regular Megazord would be the SPD Delta Megazord. I love the obvious homages to Robocop with the storing the gun in the leg. I like the vehicle Megazords more so than I like animal-based ones. Just because, to me, the vehicle ones are more plausible, even though this is a show about bandex-wearing teenagers (laughs) who fight monsters, the vehicles combining like that was always my favorite. Uh, It Mm -hmm. it started all the way back with Turbo, when I was like, wow, they're cars and they do it? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually not a Megazord I owned as a kid, uh, which makes me sad now. I never had it either. I had the regular Megazord, I had the Shogun Megazord, I had the Thunder Megazord, and then like that was it when I was a kid, and I I didn't (laughs) collect them anymore. In my adult life, I bought all the SPD Megazords. Oh, yeah. I bought the Mystic Force Megazord. I bought the Dino Thunder Megazord. Actually, I haven't bought a Megazord since the Mystic Force Megazord. Hmm. Now, favorite combination Megazord? For this one... I gotta go classic. I really love Dragon Zord in battle mode when they added the Sabertooth Tiger and Triceratops mm-hmm. swords to it. And the uh, Mammoth, I think, too. I just, I love that. The look of it, the face that had the red visor that came yeah. down, and the big staff with the drill. Oh, that was awesome. That's gotta be one of my favorite combination swords. Now, favorite single Zord? Skyship, Gokai Galleon, whatever you want to call it. I love pirate ships. This is a huge pirate ship in the sky. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't care what Troll say says. They're pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they totally are. So what is your favorite scene and or episode? It's a type of scene, and Mm -hmm. I love the scenes where the rangers come together for the first time and get their powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved it back in Mighty Morphin. I loved it up into Megaforce. I just love seeing the teams form and and doing their their morph for the first time exactly it's always awesome some of the disney seasons did it to where like the whole team didn't do it until the second episode or so right i can think of spd had uh, everybody but jack do it and then jack came in later and was hey guys i'm here and i'm the red ranger and they didn't do really a team morph that episode which i'm not big on i i I like seeing the whole team together it it kind of reinforces the idea of they're a team they work together and it's all about your friends and, and being together now do you have any particular favorite episode in the franchise? I know there's a lot. There's over 700. There's so many, yeah. <laughs> um, but in, in your mind, does one stand slightly above the rest? It's probably cliche, but I got to say Forever Red. That's a great episode. Seeing all of the Red Rangers together seeing that this world is all connected and that, hey, I've been keeping tabs on everybody. There's this kind of big deal threat going on. It's going to take more than just one team of rangers. It's going to take all of us Red Rangers to do it together. That was awesome. Getting to see the rangers 
of their respective seasons meeting up. And again, it was a Wild Force episode, so seeing Cole kind of being like the newbie where he's, there's other Rangers? This is crazy, what? <laughs> um, he's fanboying over people. I love Forever Red. It always gets flack, but I love it. Yeah, despite some of its flaws, and I know a lot of people continuity picked that thing to death, but for me, it's one of the most fantastic team-up episodes. And for the series' 10th anniversary, that was such an epic uh, story that they could tell. Yeah. And Part of me wishes it, it was a little longer, what they were originally planning, maybe an hour-long episode, but for what we got, it was perfect. Yeah, I agree. Favorite actor slash actress? Well, I have one of each. My favorite actor, and especially with, with recent developments, Austin St. John. The original Red Ranger, he was the one that started it all. He was the first leader. He was the first guy to be like, listen, we're a team. We need to work together. We need to fight Rita. We need to save the world. I bet meeting him when you met him at the first Paramorphicon, I bet that was such a fantastic i know you've got the funny story with the drink yeah, but, yeah i think i've shared but, it before again it's meeting your childhood hero it's mm-hmm. there's this guy who is responsible for one of the things that you love in this world and he is just there hanging out being a really nice guy i love when actors whether they're triple a stars like tom cruise off the top of my head or they're guys who've only been on a tv show maybe for a season or two like austin st john as long as they can remember that they're people and they're humble and they're they want to interact with the fans and and they appreciate the fans that's what i love when he was like hey man how are you doing you having a good con yeah how's it going that was that speaks volumes hey i'm here having a good time you're here having a good time let's hang out let's be people my favorite actor isn't necessarily because of the acting quality it's because of the personal quality it's yeah hey here i care i care enough that i'm gonna go and do this thing in the middle east and and save lives and be a real hero and that just is amazing to me now what about your favorite actress uh favorite actress this is probably pretty superficial, but I, it's got to be Emma Lahana from Dino Thunder as Kira. I adore her. She is just absolutely adorable. I went to that first Paramorphicon. There was a panel that was the girls of Power Rangers, and it was like her and a few <laughs> others. One of somebody in the crowd asked if each of them could do the morphs from their season, and she lamented she was the only one from her season there. And I was sitting kind of front row, and I was kind of like watching it, and she goes, well, I'll do it, but I need someone from, from the audience to do it with me. Does does anybody know the Dino Thunder Morph? And I, I'm sitting there kind of like shyly, like, you know, hand half-heartedly raised. <laughs> and Monica May saw me, and she's like, you know, you, up now, go. go. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going. <laughs> so there's a video out there somewhere of me morphing with Emma and doing the oh Dino Thunder gosh. thing. And it is just... It's one of those moments where, like, you look at me on film, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, cool, there's me doing whatever. Inside my head, I am freaking out. <laughs> As anyone would be. But yeah, she's just great. I love her. And she's talented. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, musically talented, as we saw in the show. Mm-hmm. And I was glad that she was able to, I don't know if it was her decision to talk to the crew about being able to showcase that, or if it was their decision, but whoever's decision it was, I'm glad it got in there. Next, your dream team of a team of six Power Rangers. So pick a team of six Rangers. Austin St. John as Jason the leader. Okay. Second in command would probably be... I'd actually, I'd want to throw Xander in there from Mystic Force. I love Xander so much. There, there you go. I'd throw Bridge on there as well. Kira, let's put Kira on there. Okay. Because, again, 
I just love Emelana. I want Casey from okay. uh, Jungle Fury. All right. And then sixth ranger would be Kruger, Doggy Kruger. Boom. There it is. There's my sixteenth. There's my there's, six rangers. There's the dream team. Yep, that's it. <laughs> now, for the final question, what are your hopes for the future of the... F- you know, really, as far as what they do differently, I kind of want them to go back to some of the things they used to do. The way that Nickelodeon is doing the current production schedule needs to go. I am not a fan of this, oh, we get 10 episodes and then a six-month break and then 14 more episodes and then a three-month break. It's not conducive to children's attention spans. Right. And children are the franchise. Like, this franchise basically lives or dies by the viewership and the toy sales. And the viewership and the toy sales are aimed at kids. And if you don't air a new episode five months apart or whatever, kids are going to forget. That was a show I used to like, but it hasn't been on in so long I stopped caring. And we've seen the ratings trends. They always take a hit after the five-month hiatus, and it's no big surprise, especially when they don't do any promotion for it coming back, essentially. Exactly. Oh, hey, by the way, there's a new episode of Power Rangers this weekend. Oh, wow, okay, it's been four months. So they need to go back to a standard, every year is the new series version how they were doing it right. from, from Zio onward is how they should keep it going. We talked about earlier maybe some more mature themes not necessarily super mature. We're n- we don't need Power Rangers after dark. That's what this podcast is. Um, <laughs> Indeed. We just want... Quality storytelling. Exactly. It's quality storytelling and it's important for not only us, the adult fans it's important for the kids as well. Right. Because the kids don't need to be talked down to. Yeah. So that's my kind of hopes for the franchise. Now we are going to move on to Ranger Nation Answers. Silver Lining Part 2 aired this past weekend uh, mm-hmm. before the hiatus now. So first, what did you think of Orion's origin story? This is one of those cases where making it more mature actually doesn't necessarily make it any better. Mm-hmm. The footage is kind of disjointed because here you have Orion and the actor who plays him is doing a, is, is doing a bang up job. I, I, I think he's he's handling the material really well. Handling this this concept of my entire world was eliminated, destroyed. I'm doing what I am because I need to avenge my people, avenge my world. But then you have the footage of Gokaiger where it's Guy, boy guy acting like a big spaz. You know, at the end of Silver Linings Part 1, where he destroyed the monster and started like, yeah, this power is great, woo! It doesn't fit. The character, the story that you're setting up, it doesn't fit that. Hopefully they can get the vengeance issue resolved fairly soon and just have Orion start being a little more lighthearted. But, you know, we'll see what happens. So let us see what Ranger Nation said. Joey ZDX at Joey ZDX said, I loved it. Awesome scenes with the Armada invading. I just wonder what he did with the lights of his after Lost Galaxy. <laughs> uh, sadly, I don't think we're getting those. <laughs> that, that's that's pretty fun, actually. That's, yeah, good. That's, that's, a, that's a dollar in the bad pun jar. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger said that was some of the best writing since RPM. 
I'll agree. The, his story is very compelling. However, again, it doesn't really match the footage, which is sad, but it's kind of hilarious in hindsight. It kind of makes Orion seem like he was really excited about vengeance. <laughs> He's really excited to kill the bad guys, you guys. In a dark way, if you analyze it, it's almost like he's really hellbent on like he gets pleasure from destroying things. Yeah. And I don't I don't I don't know if that's a message you want to send to kids. <laughs> yeah, I really love destroying these guys. Hey Whoa. kids, destroying your enemies is fun. <laughs> oh Scott Sandler at Digi Ranger nineteen ninety four said it was well constructed, very well written, very dramatic. The day as night parts were a welcome return. Again, agreed with the what was well written and dramatic. I, I don't really day for night is is a welcome thing. Uh, as a fan of film and a wannabe <laughs> filmmaker myself, day for night is not a very good shot. But that's I do like maybe not the day is night, but I do love that they go to an alien planet and they add a filter on the camera. Yeah, yeah, that's always been that, fun. That's a return to classic. And I can appreciate the day for night as being a nostalgic thing because it was done a lot in right. the past. We got Nick Roof. At Nagito004, he said it was good, loved it. Personally, I want to know who put the key and morpher in the rock. Well, there's a very logical explanation for that. Moving on. Moving on. Back to Ranger. At Ranger of Mecca said, I loved it. I think maybe Orion is my new favorite Ranger. The line about his planet's protectors was never explained, though. I do like how he found the morpher, though I do want a better explanation. Also, whatever happens, happens. Well, there's a very logical explanation for that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Vrak at Warstar Vrak said to Ranger Mecca, he said, it reminded me of the good times conquering that planet. I posed in front of their people suffering. <laughs> to which Mecha Ranger responded, you're a monster. And then Vrak said, I'm part of the Armada royal family. I'm no monster. The Armada conquered Andrasia to bring justice and order to the planet. Oh boy, now we've got the darn freaking uh, Armada. Yes. <laughs> yes, now we've got the Armada on our case. Oh, dear lord. <laughs> The Strange Music Box at Scott Finney said, Loved it. Very emotional and interesting. Agreed. Chris Carpenter at Psych Mega Fan said, It was an overall good story. My only beef is Gosei just having the modified Q-Rex ready. But I feel Orion will be super mega awesome. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Dollar in the jar. Now, yeah, what did you think about the Q-Rex? Yeah, the Q-Rex, see, that's the funny... I mean, it's so weird to be like, Oh, hey, you're a ranger. By the way, here's your Zord. Which obviously they're still using the footage of it coming from the future, the future. Yeah. from from Time Force is, yeah. and that's like you really couldn't maybe explain something a little bit better other than here's three keys, here's a Zord. Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> it, it, one of those weird like icky points for me where it's like eh, eh, probably could have been explained a little bit better. But George Hansen Jr. at Silurian Ranger said it was awesome. It was a fitting backstory in a season where no other character has one. <laughs> It's Jen meets Andros. I like it. Uh, the the comparison of of Jen meets Andros. Yeah, it's true. Our our current Rangers really don't have too much characterization. Yeah, and I like that Orion. Even though his backstory is tragic, I hope that more of his personality shines through. Yeah. Uh, Robo Knight at Robo underscore Knight said, "I was so surprised to see the backstory explained in depth." 
that I had to make sure I didn't accidentally change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robo Knight, you're just catty because you miss Troy and Troy misses you. At Larzang said, excellent. Don't think I've left an episode with this good of a feeling since RPM. Solomon D at Sollyman underscore D said, I thought it was done surprisingly well. It reminded me of the great RPM backstory episodes. Props to the Power Ranger writers. We're getting a lot of RPM comparisons. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing because RPM was a great season. Christopher Evans at Chris Evans 17 said, I thought it was a really powerful backstory. Better than being a fanboy like in Gokaiger. I like the revenge angle. Oh, Chris, I have to disagree with you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I loved Guy. Guy is one of my favorite Sentai Sixth Rangers just because of the fanboy angle and just because of how excited he was and i mean that yeah <laughs> honestly that would be any of us if we suddenly if were we suddenly, yeah exactly if we power. have the powers and oh yeah i i really like guy for that reason too yeah uh glenn santiago at age of glenn said it had a severe lack of eric aside from that it's okay i guess and yeah i agree there's no eric myers to explain why the two reps yep. are yep yep that's uh, again <laughs> I, for a minute there, I thought he was talking about you, and I was like, what? I'm confused. There, There is a severe lack of me. <laughs> there is a severe lack of Eric everywhere. Uh, Sean Espinoza at Blue Racer 2010 said, lots of backstory. Love that. Hope in the fall the Ranger Keys get a backstory. Why was Silver's Key in a rock? Well, as we've said, there's a very, very good, good explanation for that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> RJ Sills Uchibro 77 at Anime Redneck 96 said, better than the explanation of why Jake went from black to green. Oh, wait. <laughs> 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 the Monkey Grid at Monkey Ranger said, I thought it worked. Orion not being from an established planet explains why it wouldn't have been saved by the Power Rangers. I kind of like that angle. Maybe it's one of those backwaters planet. That, yeah. I mean, the way he made it sound was like they were just a mining colony and, and that maybe they weren't too well established. Yeah, that's a good point. Jose Cruz at One True Niner said, I don't know. I kind of expected more, but overall it was pretty good. Josh at Coffee 64 said, I appreciate the effort that was put into Orion's Origins. I do hope we get more info on how his morpher and key got there. I yeah. doubt we will. I doubt also because of Trollsay. Yeah, go Trollsay. Mm. Um, Joy at Fairywork said, It sounds a lot like Magna Defenders with obvious exceptions, but it was pretty cool, and he's gorgeous. <laughs> He's for the ladies. Mm-hmm. For the ladies. Ladies. Casey Gall at Gall underscore Casey said, I love the fact that Orion actually has a developed backstory. It felt very PRE for the first time in a long time. I got to agree with that. It was nice to actually have a, a backstory for a character like this. Yeah, it was a pretty epic backstory and intro. Martz, the PGH gamer at Pittsburgh Gamer, said, Decent. Teared up a little. How about that super mega slingshot to the Armada ship, though? What, what? 
That's true. Uh, That's pretty good for a uh, improvised weapon. Uh, Kirk would be proud. Yes, he is using the hashtag what what pretty much because Austin St. John has been saying that on his Facebook page. Oh dear. <laughs> so I, I will take what what over yeah putty. I was just gonna say you know what's better you know what's worse than what what yeah putty. <laughs> and and on that note, uh, we will begin the show. I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, so Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If, if you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandph at gmail.com or check us out at www.rangercommand.com, which I can say we totally is fully have up and running. <laughs> Yay! Yay, I did it. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> So yeah, our new site is all launched. Uh, we have every single one of our past episodes and all future episodes will be on there. Episode banners. We the have episode banners are great, by the way. Thank you. So we've got episode banners. We'll be adding more content to the site, bringing you news. We'll throw all of our Trollsay memes up there. Oh, yeah. We have a link, an affiliate link, where you can purchase CS Toys, their web shop, through our website. So you can just click on the affiliate link it helps us out it helps the site all of our awesome stuff is there we will be adding more but check it out rangercommand.com and if anybody wants to be awesome and draw me as QRUCN, i would be forever grateful <laughs> because i yes. know i know <laughs> i know frankel wants to do it but i've seen the art <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Kicks, kickbacks version of me as the Gold Ranger? I am framing that on my wall. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. <laughs> All right, until next time, we'll see you guys later. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. In a world of Tokusatsu and Power Rangers podcast, two contenders have risen to the challenge to bring fans the best in news, discussion, and laughs. (laughs) But what happens when these two forces come together? Hey, Chris. Hi, Eric. I just got done watching Silver Lion Part 2, and I can't believe we're going 80 more weeks without any new Power Rangers Super Mega Force. What am I going to watch? I don't know. That's super mega disappointing. Tokusha is just not catching my interest. It seems like it's just going really slow right now. All those filler episodes, it really stinks. Supposedly Gaim is going to end soon. What's with that? That really sucks. I really like that show. What am I going to watch all summer long? You know, maybe we should do a team-up. You mean, join forces? Or will things completely fall apart? I totally feel like Eric has to replace me. 
He hosted my place once, and now Chris spent all his time doing episodes on Eric's show. Talking Toku is falling apart, and it's all Chris and Eric's fault. Why can nobody see that? I can see it. Secret Ranger fan, aka AP from the Ranger Command Power Hour. What are you doing here? And why are we recording this? You and I should talk. I think I know how to resolve this Eric and Chris situation once and for all. Oh man, Toku is amazing. The level of storytelling, superb action, always well done. Too bad Power Rangers ruins Sentai quality. Come on, Jordan. Blanket statements like that just aren't true. How are you going to sit there and tell me that Power Rangers takes away from anything that Sentai has Why would you even pay for If anything... Show Power Rangers Power enhances Rangers it. I mean, you gotta think about why bag. this is happening. You want like, an anniversary done right, then try a Sentai. And they improve upon 30th, it. Really, they do. 35th, they make they it know more how to get cohesive, it and they Not make it easier to understand. Stop. I don't have the time to argue with a Sentai snob. Fine. I'd rather not discuss a serious topic like this with someone who watches a show clearly targeting your IQ level. This isn't over. This may. Join Ranger Command Power Hour. And Talkin' Toku at the Nation for Talkin' Ranger Toku Command at the Nation Summer Crossover Special. The Talkin' Ranger Toku Command at the Nation Summer Crossover Special is brought to you by none of these companies. Bandai, Saban, McDonald's. This has been another great presentation of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.